Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Coming at you live from the set of Looney Tunes back in action too, I'm Slud Whistle. Oh, is that where we are today? I, I was kind of confused about our current location. I didn't. I don't recognize this place, but it is I, Immunization, the Vampire. It's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag, and I'm here with Brendan Fraser too. That's right, the old one was a little sad. We just made a new one. No, we got to get Brendan Fraser more jobs. He needs this. I I told him I said Brendan, I love that you're here. Uh, we don't have any Wild West scenes today. Can you take off your cowboy hat? And he says, I'm never taking off my cowboy hat. And I said, Brendan, you gotta do the you gotta do the movie. Take off your <laughs> Brendan, hat. And he said, oh, I want to keep my hat on. So <laughs> we had to make another one. That's so sad, but also so believable. <laughs> Poor Brendan. Poor baby Brendan. He loves that hat. It's his last comfort in the world, the last thing he can depend on. It's, it's all he has left to his name, you know? I may not be a big movie star anymore, but at least I'm rootin' tootin'. Yeehaw! Okay, I think we need to discuss the important things on the table right now. Very important. Very, very important things. And we realized this because last night we one-shot Kel'Thuzad, and, oh, by the way, I don't ever officially think we said it, but, like, our guild is now on Sylvanas, both groups. Um, yes! But that's not the important news here. It, the important news here is that somehow, some way, we have never made this very important joke, and I don't know how we missed it. It's right in front of us. Well, now it's got too much hype. It's got so much build-up. It sounds it's, amazing. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's this super clever, amazing thing that definitely wasn't thought about so long ago. It has a YTMND. <laughs> I, we were doing raid. We were, I swear to God, we wiped so many fucking times on Fatescribe. I'm, oh, that? I can write about that shit later. And I was just, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And like, the dry fest this weekend, so I'm not drinking. I'm drinking right now. But so I was just smoking a lot of weed, <laughs> smoking a lot of weed during the fight, and we killed Kothasad, and I was like, oh my god, immune, Keenan and Kelthuzad. <laughs> here we go! <laughs> it was just like that, I was like, how have we missed this? It's so easy. We're like... Avid Keenan and Kel, Amanda show, all that has. I was about so, like, to say, I don't know how the, we missed it. It's right the, there in front of us. Maybe it's too the, obvious. The pre Schneider. Oh shit, was that a Schneider show? I'm pretty sure it was. it was. Yeah. Wow, the early Schneider shit on like late 90s Nick was amazing. I'm a huge proponent of it. How did, how did this elude us for so long? So there is a guild called Keenan and Kel'Thuzad on Stormrage, and they seem to... So I obviously, I had to Google Keenan and Kel'Thuzad, and there's a lot of results, including, yeah, it was a fucking video, a very poor quality video, but for the time, you know, it's fine. Um, but there is a guild on Stormrage, and I think they're still kicking, still doing good shit out there, so... <laughs> now just imagining Keenan's big bald dad. Keenan, I want that lazy bag of bones out of my house immediately! <laughs> But Dad, he's my friend. Hello, Mr. Johnson. 
Just a big, like, seven-foot floating mage skeletons in their, like, casual Illinois living room. <laughs> I love Orange Potion, I do, I do, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I have something that'll get us out of this situation in my phylactery. And he just smashes <laughs> phylactery upon phylactery until it's one tiny thing of orange soda. Kill Luzon! Uh, what? No, yeah, <laughs> that's my bi- that's my business soda. He smashes it, and Keenan just goes, "Why?" <laughs> Still, is on. I'm just picturing. I don't think this is technically Keenan and Kel. It may have been all that, but the there's this one bit where um. Keenan had these big baggy pants and like the bit was that whatever the other kids at school needed he would pull it out of there like as whether it was just like a pencil or like a fucking bicycle somehow I pulled out of his pants and um he was called like something baggin berry or something like that you mean baggin saggin berry yes that is it but anyways um I'm just picturing now that like the Kelthazad fight is that and then in that in that skit, like Bag and Sag and Mary comes along and always one ups him. So on heroic, Mary comes in and in the factory phase, she's like, "Oh, what do I what do I got that Bag and Sag and Barry doesn't have?" And then it's like, "Oh yeah, fucking wins in the third phase." She fucking pulls out three ice tornadoes. Nobody fucking has that. She she comes from like the kill zone. It's like everyone, uh, we need to make sure to stack at the at the edge because in phase three back in second mary will <laughs> appear and start throwing out enemies from her <laughs> bag and sag and phylactery the first thing i fucking thought of was the scene with when kellen keenan and keller in court when they're suing the fucking tuna company because the there's a screw in the tuna but kel was the one who put it in the tuna and just like i dropped the phylactery in the sun well. And just like <laughs> that image is so like we how can we how can we make this a reality? Like we have to make like fun like little like YouTube like 22 minute like videos. Like we like we can do that, right? Like we can replace Kel in every shot with Kel Duzad. Yeah, that's hard. not overly intricate. <laughs> Aaron, isn't Aaron, this is your job. You have no, to do the, this. The worst part is it is something I I would know how to do. But it would take me, like, the next year to make one episode <laughs> if I just worked well, every day. Well, everybody... you know what? I gotta do it for our audience of, like, 200 people. Here goes a year of work. September 16th, 2022. Put it in your calendar, everybody. He's gonna do the episode when Keenan and Kel get locked on the balcony because Keenan's trying to get the girl's attention and, and they had to put that sign up. I don't know. You can make the girl, like, oh, make the girl Lothramar. That'd, that'd be kind of cool. I feel like we <laughs> there you go just... Re- replacing two characters in the show. That's two years. <laughs> or we could just start small here and just do the courtroom scene <laughs> with Kelthazad and like a phylactery, and then the whole episode. Yeah, that's the next logical jump. <laughs> once, <laughs> once I mean, what's three minutes to twenty-two minutes to an entire season? Who who should Coolio be in the opening? Um, I guess you could probably just make him... We could probably just get um, Jay the Tavern Bard to do our shit, right? <laughs> He'd be happy to do it. Yeah, Jay, uh, listen to this. Uh, we won't pay you, because we don't make any money. But, you know, just make a Kalthuzad remix of the opening theme. Okay, I was trying to think. There was an episode of Keenan and Kel where... 
Keenan's whole furniture got stolen from the living room, right? Is that is that am I mistaking that for Drake and Josh? Or are there both episodes where they both get robbed? It wouldn't surprise me if they recycle the storylines, honestly. How fucking dare Dan recycle that's bullshit. He had the like same seventeen plot. shows. There's only so much you can do. Plus, all of his OG original ideas were all about feet. So he had to go dig in his bag of, like, the studio says it's okay storylines every so often. They said no toes this time. I said, fine, I'll reuse an old Keenan and Kel one. <laughs> he showed up with all his foot accoutrement to the set, and they were like, Dan, no toes. And he said, oh, <laughs> whatever. Keenan and Kel, season three, episode two again. I like distinctly remember it was like a few like a year ago at this point like we decided to like sit down and watch like I think I think like when iCarly was added to Netflix we were like I wonder like how many episodes we have to go in before we get our first foot fetish ref like I believe it is thing. the first joke of the first episode exactly like like wow we, they wasted no time here literally the first episode yeah it's immediate because Dan's a little pervert speaking of a little perverts. Oh, you little perverts got what you wanted, and the fucking maid shower's back? <laughs> All you dirty, skeevy boys and girls and non-binaries out there. You nasty little kids. I saw you on the Broken Isles. Well, guess what? It's back. I'm excited, though. This is definitely something that will consume a lot of people's time in a, in a good way, a good challenging way. And the rewards are pretty cool, too. So each class is going to get their own like recolored legion themed mog set i think it's um a recolor of tier 20 this is my favorite quick summary that wow has done in a while mage tower is returning same challenges artifact appearances not available the rewards are tier 20 recolored armor guardian druids get a new sorry well, I guess it's Druids, get a new fell werebear form due to the model's unique model and animations of which were otherwise unattainable. Beat seven characters, sorry, seven bosses on different characters. Cross your account, get the soaring spell tome mount. Bam, 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 bam. Wait, did you say book? <laughs> the book! After being so desperately shunned when I know, I saw, I had the counting machines, I had the audit, I know that we, book was the only one that people voted for, but big blizz over there, they abused me and made it tree, but book is finally getting their day in the sun. Yeah, so all you have to do is defeat all of the challenges, which is just only seven of them. However, you may not have the character's level that you need right now. <laughs> yeah, because certain specs are allocated to certain challenges. So I, I know that, like, for mages, like, Aaron, if you did look it on Arcane and Frost as well as Fire, that would knock three of the seven out, I believe. Yes, as far as I know, as far as I am desperately hoping, because I have all these characters, but I really don't want to go and see what Young Mouthbottom is up to. Right, because like, some of these are fine, right? Because I mean, I have a druid, and with the druid comes four specs, and all the different specs are all in different boss fights. But there's one fight, Fell Totem's Fall, and the classes that do that are Beast Mastery Hunter, Windwalker Monk, Discipline Priest, and Destruction Warlock. I don't have any of those characters at max level. 
I'm gonna have to buy them a legendary. I assume to beat this, right? Like, I'm gonna have to get choose one of these and make these like a, a an alt, basically. I wonder how these scale. Because you you think with time walking, and then you think about how like you can do time walking at an earlier time, right? So like you can be like ninety. Oh well, we're not ninety anymore. You can do like be like level fifty and do time walking, but. I don't think that it's going to count for the challenges. I'm, I'm pretty sure those are going to be, like, higher-level difficulties. Yeah, all I saw was in a blue post they said that they're scaling it to current players' levels. I don't know if that means that regardless of what your eye level is, or if they're scaling it to general Shadowlands eye level range. So, like, I wonder if... I, yeah, I just don't know what that means exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to find this the exact sentence, and I, I can't find it. I don't know where the thing is. It was like, yeah, this... Like it's it's worded so vaguely that it, like it could mean you could be low level or you could be high level and still get fucked. But if you if even if you don't do all seven for the book and you just want to clear your own spec, there's transmog tied of it as we've said. Some of them look good. Some of them look stupid. And uh, the druid set, I fucking hate it. It's so dumb. So I'm looking at the mage set right now. And <laughs> this is definitely one of the biggest armors where, like, if I see someone wearing a full set of this, I'm like, what an asshole. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. It's just, it's very big. It's very showy, very pointy. And I'm just like, what a dickhead. I love this mage set. This is what my mage would wear sometimes when he's not in mechanome form. But again, he's also very small, so the points don't aren't that egregious on him because he's a gnome. Yeah, though that back spike is huge, Aaron. Yeah, it's very. I don't even remember it being that big. I I remember a lot the hat being a lot of the weight back in actual Legion. I think the priest one is cool. It's a recolor to be like dark purple, which I feel like. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of a lot of uh, ones that look quite like this. It's the one with like the screaming shoulders and the yeah, the chain those, halo. Those screaming it's... shoulders. Technically, you could get them as a mage, I think, through a mythic tomb of Sargeras. And I was always like, oh, I want those. Yeah, so I, I'm happy with this one. I'll definitely be grabbing this plus six others that I choose because I I want I need book. What do you have any weird cross sections for characters you don't normally play? Yeah, literally the first challenge. Listen to the ones that you have to do for closing the eye. You either use Frost Death Knight, Havoc Demon Hunter, Survival Hunter, Subtlety Rogue, or Arms Warrior. And I'm like, I have a hunter, but I've literally never played Metalloid. Do Survival. you do you even have a spear that he could use? I do. I have like a level two oh seven one in my bag just in case. But I've literally never played it before, so I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. A lot of mine will be like alts that are tanks or healers I never use. So I'm hoping that means that it's easier. Sort of like how Torghast is easier on people who can't do damage. I don't know. I'm. I'm not looking forward to having to get a one-handed sword and shield for booty ATW to do protection warrior. Actually, so I, as somebody who's done the prot warrior mage tower to get the uh mace and shield for front warrior i don't remember a single fucking thing about their fight which means it must be easy yeah <laughs> it's it's not something that was burned into your memory 
I fucking remember the goddamn Demon Hunter fight with the pompous asshole who's just like, Oh, you survived this one, and can you survive the next one? And I'm like, get this bitch out of my face. I just remember really struggling on the priest ones, and I, I mean, honestly, I was bad at the game then, pretty much. That's, like, the main reason. I'm curious to see, like, how much easier this is for me now. Yeah, I used to go in and just get my ass whooped, like, every two days or whatever, but that was also when I was on my Mac. Like, I'm, I'm sure, surely it's not as difficult now, right? Yeah, because now you're on that chili Mac. Oh, I love chili Mac, but it's a shame. I, I can't eat it anymore. Joel called me out. <laughs> sure do eat a lot of that. You know, you should be eating eight peanuts instead. <laughs> you really need to limit your carb intake. Have you tried two sprigs of broccoli? Oh my god, I got I got to steer us away from this and just ask. Um, do we know how long this Mage Tower will be open? Is it just just nine one five, or is it just during whenever there's Legion time walking? Uh, yeah, it follows the pattern of Legion time walking. So when time walking is up, the Mage Tower is also up. When the Mage Tower first comes around, it's going to be two weeks. So it's two weeks of Mage Tower, and then it's gonna go away. Now I've heard other podcasts talk about this, and this is a fucking fantastic idea. We should just have time walking every week. By this point, by adding Legion, we have so many. It's the same with the brawls. There's a a brawl every week now. Let's just make it time walking every week. Those quests mean nothing to me anyway. So just have the quests come back around every once in a while. It's the same effect, right? Yeah, they could have have weekly time walking and it just cycles through all the different ones. So then how many expansions do they currently have for it? They have Uh, like seven now. If we're just getting to Legion, yeah, it's uh, six. Because there's not vanilla time walking, right? Correct. So it'd be six of them. Wait, damn. So if you don't get this shit done in this first two-week window, how long do you have to fucking wait to try this again? It could be like half a year or something because they don't even have time walking every week. And then when they do bring it back, it's a different one. I actually, I I do have a feeling, I have a very good feeling that they're going to implement this. That they're going to make it a, a time walking a weekly thing. Because six is a fuck ton. You're right. Like that cycle's humongous. And and to add in Mage Tower, something that people want so fucking bad, and to be like, sorry, bitches, you ain't seeing this shit again for like six months. <laughs> There's no way. I don't think. If they implement this and um they just do like cycle through them every week, it still is almost every two months if you, they do like the full cycle before it gets back to Legion. Do we think to do Mage Tower, we're going to have to get broken aisles things again no i was just thinking <laughs> like, about we, we that. just have to go do those dailies again like oh russin frussin i was at work and i was like oh man i'm gonna have to and i was like oh, no i won't i was thinking how you had to farm that like it was like a thousand fragments to enter mm-hmm. is that what it was at the beginning and then you would you would use it all and be like well i guess that's it for the week and didn't, didn't you also more as a people have to vote to empower the mage tower, but like everyone did. Cause like who empowered the stables? Yeah. I remember it was always like a server race to like power it up again. As soon as it like depowered and like everyone rushed it to do it. But yeah, like I hope we don't have to do anything like this again. I don't think they would, but it was the, one of the main reasons why I only did this on a few characters back in Legion. This is actually kind of interesting because, fuck, we is, is there? Do we know if it's like 
Okay, so Time Walking Legion is probably going to drop with 915, I feel like, right? Like, once 915 is announced, it'll be like, and also, here's Time Walking for Legion, right? Yeah, if it's not the first week of the patch, it'll be, like, the next week and the week after that, because it's two weeks, yeah. So, it's a weird spot, because I want to level alt. I want to get alt into this mage tower, but... It's going to be a lot easier to level alts with 915. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. getting my getting my Warlock to max level now in 9.1 is honestly kind of a dumb idea because I it'll be easier in whenever that drops. Are they changing leveling? They're changing, like, the, the Soul Cinders, the Soul Ash, the way you can level in Torghast. They're, they're making Threads of Fate easier to level in. By giving you more daily, you get daily quests now if you do Threads of Fate. So it's like leveling on an, on an alt is going to be a breeze. But doing it now is torture. But if I don't do it now, and if they don't implement the fucking weekly time walking, how long am I going to be waiting before I get this warlock through the gates? Maybe they will give us one week of 915 before they bring it in then. This is going to be very interesting. Because I was seeing on Twitter, a lot of people are saying, like, yeah, I'm not even touching alts until 915. But then, like, what if they just spring this mage tower on us um, right at the beginning? So, I've seen, like, two completely different takes. One is, like, I'm not going to do any alt stuff until 915 because it will be easier. And then the other one is, like, I need to get all of my alts leveled and somewhat geared and ready as soon as, nine one like, for 915 so they can just go right into the mage tower. Yeah, I guess it's really what you want to do, you know? If you value your time... I, I don't know what I fucking value. I want this shit now. But I also, <laughs> like, leveling a warlock... Like, leveling a warlock is... Which I think I'm, I keep saying it, so I guess that's what I'm leveling, right? Like, I, I was I was undecided, and I guess now tapeworms crawl out of the fucking dirt. Oh, no. As they do. <laughs> Did it just rain feel, or something? I feel like that's everyone's warlock is like, well, I looked around, and I don't know what to do, so I guess it's warlock time. <laughs> I also like, I mean, I know it's stupid to like change his race, but like, I have too many dwarves. I have way too many he, fucking dwarves. And he was very famously a dark iron, at least a dark iron role player. Yeah, he's a, he he was a dark iron dwarf before they added the dark irons. He's got the the skin. He's got a very mean, angry face, and like he's he's very much a tapeworm. But I'm like, I don't know. Like, but, like, what other race would a tapeworm be other than, like, a dirty rock dwarf? They could be a worgen. They get worms. That, that's his tape wolf. No, like, he is a, like, he's a, a pup that was never given his heartworm pills, you know? I can't He, he has tapeworms. It's actually a very tragic backstory. <laughs> but then we have the fucking, so, druids are getting their own werebear form. Well, I guess the second Lerper form. And I mean I'm not gonna lie, it's not it's not the cutest form. It's um it is a little bit ugly. I think some people are being a little too harsh, but probably because they ain't getting special things like we do. I have looked at it and I'm not a druid, nor will I ever be, so I'm like, good for you guys. But it very much strikes me as like WWE two K nineteen when it's like <laughs> you can add highlights to your hair and it's just like yeah, green lines. That looks great. I think it's cool. I feel like people need to just like stop. Like you're getting a new thing. It's a new customizational thing. It's like a a, a, cha- a proving challenge thing reward. It's like I, I like 
whatever they give you, I don't think it's bad, you know? I think part of it is that this is technically tied to a Legion event. And it, you know, it just has like Legion runes. I they mm-hmm. did use they did use every Demon Hunter tattoo they could. <laughs> they could have just used like sub. You know what I mean? Like like I don't think the forearms need need that. Or at the top of his head. Or his eyebrows. Why would his eyebrows have it? <laughs> Listen, lashes. But like I to counterpoint here, I don't see anything on the feet, nothing on the abs, probably nothing on the back. Like, come on now, there's more room. There's more room here. I love this though because I, I mean, like, this is gonna be the one that I use for a very long time because I've, 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 I've I want a wearable form and I, and I haven't had to have one. I, I don't have any wearable forms. I want them, but like, it, it still seemed like they made it very much intentionally green tinged so people would not confuse it with white bear. And it's like you like just making it purple brown is enough. Like, no one's gonna confuse it with <laughs> that already. It's just a white bear. It stands as a very good uh, mascot for Legion time walking because I look at this this very tattooed man and I say, wow, that sure is a Legion thing. I just want to do a quick shout out to the Warlock set, like with those giant fucking wings. I am jealous of that. Yeah, this red color is like everything for this fucking set. That's also, I think, part of the reason why I decided I'm leveling Tapeworm. I want this fucking set. This looks dope. I'm worried, though, not to be a naysayer, but you know how they're like, we can't do ogres because they can't fit through doors. But now it's the opposite. Like, is it going to look weird when your your warlock with its huge, enormous wings walks through, like, the tavern door? Are they just, just going to click through? <laughs> it's going to cut cut down the whole fucking ceiling. It was like, remember, like, in the past where if you were a gnome... And you are mounted, and you're trying to go through the door of an inn, and then you just would get stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe that's the past. That was that to me. That was like last year. I mean, in reality, it was kind of last year, wasn't it? Two years ago now. At this point, <laughs> yeah. Was that in BFA that they took that out? Yeah. And where the where the fuck are my gnomes complaining about this? I'm still pissed about this. Our mountain should be bigger. It's funny. It's a it's, funny it's, joke. It's just. A thing that should happen. As a former gnome, I used to go, ha 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 ha. I love pulling out the same mount as someone who goes, mind your speaker. Because when I get off of it, I can't see my goddamn pants or my fucking like bottom of my shirt because I'm a little man. <laughs> I'm a little person. But also, also, this, I couldn't find this on the Wildhead thing, but we're getting uh, weapons as well on the time walking badge vendor for Legion. And they're fucking beautiful they're like suramar like swords and bows and like staffs but most importantly we get poop kids shield we get god king skullball the shield that he uses in that fight that looks so fucking cool Ooh. and we get his shield as a thing to buy badges from fuck yeah i am, I am so happy with this and also it's just like memes like well was it actually hacky that first called him poop kid yeah, Hacky called him Poop Kid, and I called him... I don't know, I still don't get why he called him Poop Kid. I asked him, I said, I guess why did you call him green? Poop Kid? And he was like, he's like green like doo-doo streaks. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Can't argue with that one. You, you'll have to ask him tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Oh, let's, let, let's stop this recording, and we can get him on the podcast, and then just, you know, keep, we can go from there. 
Yeah, here is the recording of Hacky explaining Poop Kid. Ah, okay, so I was just doing a dungeon and I, uh, green streaks, Poop Kid. Okay, y'all, I've been sitting on this one for a while, but I'm pulling my time warp. Oh, I thought it was a fart. I would never on a microphone. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to be my own baggy, saggy Mary out here, (laughs) and I'm going to say we're very well versed with Nicktoons on the count of Three, I need you to give me the season one cast and only the season one cast of <laughs> all that. Is this legally allowed? This isn't WoW themed. But I'm in. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'll, I'll make sure to say a WoW name at the end. Watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. Keenan Thompson. Hell. Josh Server. Kel Mitchell, Lori Was Amanda on this one? I don't think she was. No, she was not. She joined Boxes in Five, I believe. Okay, uh, Alicia. I think it's Alicia something. Oh, what's her name? Danny Tamborelli, of course. Uh, Kevin, the guy who did, you know, Five Minutes. Five Minutes. Uh, Bigger Corn. Might not have been there yet, but I'll say it just in case. Josh, there's a. There's, that little munchkin. That little munchkin kid. Oh, what's his name? Little Gremlin. Harry Beth, I think Slide already said that. Lori Beth. Oh, Lori Beth. Yeah. She's the one with important information, right? Yeah, for everyday life. (laughs) Well, Slide Whistle wins that one. Four to two. And I just want to say very, very unfortunately, Danny Tamborelli was not on yet. Wow, he was season two? Yeah, I guess so. He was my favorite. Well, wait, what is the Also, it was... uh, it was Kevin Copelow that you were thinking of and Josh Server. I said Josh Server. You did? Well, there you go. You got that one, too. Oh, and also Gul'dan. There you go. Oh, Gul'dani. <laughs> snuck it, Gul'dani snuck it Tam- <laughs> Tamborelli. <laughs> yeah, don't you guys remember that one bit where he was, like, trying to convince the rest of the cast? Like, this is, like, one of those scenes that they had in between when they're, like, in the back on the couches. And then they're like, Gul'dani, what are you doing? Come on out. It's time for your skit. And then he's like, no, I need you guys all to drink from this. And then it, it, was, was, like this. it was so <laughs> awkward, that one scene in season three when Amanda Bynes went around the corner and she goes, where's Gul'dani? And then the camera pans and you can see he's sucking the life out of TLC. I use them <laughs> to sustain me. Lori Beth Thormar. Is that anything? There you go. Sure. Lori Beth Thormar. Okay, I'm going to go grab a shot, BRB. Five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. No, we have at least 30 more. Now I'm imagining Keltusad ruining two of the Rockmore's Thanksgiving turkeys in one evening. Oh, Keltusad. Kel, you can't just make this turkey get up and dance. I know you got necromatic magics. I think he literally poured orange soda like into the turkey. <laughs> he, he gave it like an orange sauce. soda enema. I think he like well, it was a dead turkey. It was a cook. You know, it was a cookie turkey. He cook. He cook with. Yeah, he did like a, a turkey basting with orange soda. But I am back and I have a shot of pink lemonade Smirnoff. So let's go. Oh boy, hoochah. You know what's even better than one throwaway segment? 
two, let's go! Back again, my friends. May the fun never end. Here, on Growl on the Prowl. I'm here today with Unmus asking the questions that need to be asked. Un, when are we getting a nice plate of spaghetti? What's a girl gotta do to get a quality plate of pasta in this universe? That is a very valid question. There's no direct Italian race, so we can't lean on that. I guess it would have to be Pandaren because of their access to noodles. Ugh. Spaghetti from a Pandaren place? No dice, sir. I want a steaming hot plate of the red slippery stuff. LOL. Guess you're just going to have to get on the boards to ask Blizzard for some. Hmm. You know, Un, that's not a bad idea. This is my call to action. All the DN army. I want you to write your letters to Steve Denuser. Write your letters to Ian. Tell them that we're here and we demand spaghetti. A-S-A-P. Tell them to direct all hate mail to the leader of our efforts, Unmus. Hey, I didn't sign up for this rap, man. These are the sacrifices you must be willing to make, Un. You'll be the figurehead for our efforts, and next week we'll meet up again for a hot plate of the noodly stuff. Until then, this has been Growl. Thanks for that little reprieve, Growlina. Now I hate to bring it up, but it seems like Activision Blizzard has a new suit. Backpacks, backpacks, come get your backpacks. And by that we mean another lawsuit. (laughs) Law and suits and (laughs) union busting. Haircuts. Uh, uh, Get yourself black judges robes. For the court hearing against the company. Whoa, whoa, excuse me, block judges' robes. <laughs> God. But yeah, so what, it was, uh, it was an, it was a, like, a employee, like, fair treatment lawsuit, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I don't remember the exact, um, wordings of it, but it was, it was filed on behalf of the employees, right, for, like, their unfair treatment, I think is what you said, yeah. Yeah, so it was a it was a it was a union at um, the Communications Workers of America. They filed unfair labor charges against Activision Blizzard for the employees, and they're saying that the company has used coercive rules and tactics in an attempt to prevent employees from organizing to demand a more equitable workplace. Which I mean, they literally hired a union busting firm to handle their shit. So it sounds about right. And the HR departments using non disclosure acts to silence employees. So the suit's open right now and just kind of adds to the pile of what's going on. Once again, are freaking out like it's the end of the world. This is good. This is such a good thing. You want this. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I've seen so much negativity about this, but I'm like, guys, this is good, right? Like another lawsuit against them makes it more likely that they will be forced to change, right? Yeah, like, I don't see, realistically, I don't see Activision Blizzard, this multi, 
billion dollar company folding overnight. So all this is doing is exposing stuff and being like, yo, change it now or else you'll have to pay like a lot, a lot of money. Granted, they probably will just pay a lot, a lot of money, but it, it doesn't look good. Yeah, like it's for the health of the employees to make sure that they can get their own needs and what they want done. I think they just gotta fucking keep pushing, which is good. Like, yeah, people are, it's just ridiculous. It just cannot be a bad thing. Like, it, like if these things are true, which in corporate America, you know they're fucking true. So with, with let's my go. man, Robbie Cody, <laughs> you know he's doing that shit. I love how we just continually bring new nicknames, but I think Robbie Cody is my new favorite. Okay, we've been dragged into this, by the way. A comment like, on this. Personally, I, the three of us. Yes. A comment on this says, Wow, getting more punishment than the Scarlet Crusade NPCs during the DK starting zone. At this rate, just close and restart. First of all, the Scarlet Crusade does not uphold these beliefs that we were punished more than the than Activision Blizzard. Punished them more. Second of all, Close and restart? How fucking stupid do you sound? That's the <laughs> dumbest thing. Arkellian 08? What me fucking... Wait, Arkellian? Robert? Is that what you're Robert doing? Robert Kelly? You shouldn't be commenting on this. You got bad things going on yourself, bud. He's like, maybe I can distract everyone by commenting on this lawsuit <laughs> so that they don't look at my lawsuits. Okay, let's see. I'm, I'm going through his comments. He has, he has another comment. Uh, September 5th, 2017 on a wildhead achievement for a legion quest he's just posting coordinates used to be a good boy used to help the community yeah what what has happened to you robert i believed you could fly and now you are other song he made wow now he just comments on like the news and he just makes negative comments wow desperate to bring people back from final fantasy and still, nothing is done with faction balance. You mean, I doubt 9.2 is even gonna happen. The way stuff's going in Blizz, this is gonna be the last one. <laughs> okay, dude. People are so fucking dramatic. It's like, we're gonna get a 9.2, okay? Like, they, they, we, they've already announced, like, the what feels like the most monumental .5 patch since we've been playing, at least. Like... I don't know. I'm personally content right now. R. Kellyan used to be the world's greatest, but it seems like you're ready to leave R. Kellyan. So I feel like when a woman's fed up, she's got to go. <laughs> you feel me? Get out of here. Uh, those those were uh, three of the five that Google tells me are his biggest hits. <laughs> really? Yes, I did not include same girl because I felt like, you know what? You're not the same girl you used to be, Robert. There you <laughs> go. That's all five. We did it. We did it, Reddit. So fucking get this shit fixed up, Blizzard. Get this shit fixed up, Arkellian 08. Sometimes I think about how, like, he and Aaliyah got secretly married when she was underage and she released an album that was titled Age is Nothing But a Number and, like, mm-hmm. nothing came out about his underage sex ring until, like, last year. I'm like, how did this... Like, no, never mind. <laughs> Too many it's cookouts. Yeah. He was the ultimate cookout king. Like, how how you about to go to a cookout and not bump R. Kelly? Wait, what was that video? Was it you, Aaron, that showed us that, that, that video of the guy who said, I didn't do anything wrong, and then he, like, said all the crimes he did, like, in a song? 
I was I was talking about it. Yes, it was uh, Akon's, I believe, 2015 hit. Where oh fuck, what is it called? Yeah, he I'm, was like, I, like did, I didn't know she was song. 12. I, she was in the club. That's her dad's fault. I shouldn't have been in trouble and put in jail for doing this because I didn't know she was a girl underage. And I'm like, what? This is the actual lyrics? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, the balls. Ridiculous. It's stupid. <laughs> you should be put in jail for, for those lyrics, right? Like, fucking lock them up. For that song alone. <laughs> Ugh, it, it, it makes me so sad I can't find it. That is perfectly fine. I will transition us back into WoW. I, I will block this conversation with talk about how in 915, now when you block a player, it will be account-wide, baby. I both love and hate this. Because this means that people, are, people aren't, aren't going to hear me on my different accounts because people block me because I get sassy sometimes at them in Corthia chat. Then I make fun of them. <laughs> Are you? Do you behave better on other people? Like you go oh, on wild 100%. seed and you're like fuck off, and then you're like you're on tapeworm. Like, uh, can someone help me with the world boss? Alan is very nice, but my druid, I, I'll I'll cut you with my claws <laughs> if, if if I catch you on them. And, and when I'm on Activision, you're fucked. I was gonna I was gonna bring this up if you weren't going to his all I think which is a level one monk or something like that named Activision he just sounds off all the time talking shit so like somebody has definitely blocked him on this character. I mostly log on to Activision when the when trade chat is too out of control and I'll be like hey everybody hey hey clean it up in here all right Activision's here no nonsense and then I'll just play like a like a eighth grade like school monitor <laughs> in trade chat. But anyway, this is this is great because I have bl- I have ignored plenty of people, and I was like, you know, I'm probably gonna see this fucking person again, and sure enough, like they go onto a different character and whisper me, and I'm, which I I I do kind of like that though personally. I like when someone's mad at me on the internet through a video game and they tell me about it because it's juicy. But I can see why somebody else would not want that because why well, was gonna be harassed in your game time? Yeah, like I I see how people consider that harassment but i also consider it a win if i for some reason anger somebody enough that they have to log off of a character log on to a new character just to interact with me again but this is overall for the best okay whoa i didn't realize this part so ignoring another player hides all chat messages from the offending player including whispers public chat messages such as slash say and slash yell emotes dual requests in-game mail and preventing preventing them from matching with you in the dungeon finder i didn't know ignore did that i don't know why but for some reason when you were like prevents them from matching with you i was like on tinder (laughs) (laughs) yeah on tinder but this is currently that that function was entirely character specific so now if i block so like if like you block that person who's being an asshole in your plague fall then you will never have to deal with them again, ever. Like, that's it. I don't have to fucking see R. Kellyanos 08. He's done for. Yeah, I mean, you know his username. Just throw it in, throw it in there now. Get it, get it over with. <laughs> um, d- Don't worry, everyone. I kept searching in the background. Uh, it is called Blame It All On Me, 2007 song. Uh, and it features the lyrics, Just a little young girl trying to have fun. Her daddy shouldn't have let her out that young. 
I'm sorry for Club Zen getting shut down. I hope so they manage better next time around. How was I to know she was underage in a 21 and older club, they say. Why doesn't anyone want to take the blame? Verizon backed out, disgracing my name. Why doesn't anybody want to take the blame? What a great line that he should have applied to himself before A, also, making by, the song. by the way, Akon owns a diamond mine. He's like, Blood Diamonds is just a movie, baby. And they were like, what? Wait, is that a line in that song? No, they asked him. They were like, oh. you own a diamond mine. Do you like use like child labor? Is this a blood diamond mine? He goes, blood, blood diamond is just a movie, baby. No, it's not. It's very real. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck him. Well, getting back to the topic of 915, did you guys see that there are several things that they're changing artistically so far that they've noticed in 915? So I'm talking, like, some of the, like, air quotes, like, sexually explicit paintings that were in houses and buildings. Yeah, like, the classic, like, I'm gonna paint this naked lady sideways. But then it's like, well, she can't be naked. Put some, like, genie clothes on her. She's good. Yeah, and that is being replaced with a very much so more high-res painting of a bowl of fruit. Yes, or I saw one that was... A painting, a portrait rather, of a woman, and she was really just bopping her girls out, and it has now been changed to she is more demure. She has covered up a bit more, though she still does have a boob window. So I feel like overall in 915 and beyond, they seem to be replacing things that are in the game that are either like sexually provocative or phallic or things that like. I personally wouldn't notice, but the fact that they're changing it, maybe they pers- purposely did it this way, which is part of their culture that they're trying to change. I'm thinking more of like the the love rocket change that they're implementing. Yeah, I was going to say, so speaking of all these changes, there's this one change that seems, well, it may have seemed unconnected, but now looking at it, I'm like, is this... Was it changed because of this? Like they're obviously cleaning up all like the sexy stuff, but they're changing the icon of the big love rocket for the first time in twelve years. Now you may have never seen the icon of the big love rocket, like most people haven't. But if you have like the little bottle rockets, I do believe this is the same icon. So here, look at <laughs> the logo, the previous logo for the big love rocket. It's just a big pink. It's rounded it looks, rocket. Yeah, it looks like a Nerf rocket and does not look at all what the mount does. And it appears that they have they've changed it to be the front part of the mount, which makes sense to me because that's what every other one does. Right. But then it's like, okay, but why did it take them this long to change it? And it has to be, it, it literally has to be because it's called the Big Love Rocket Somebody made the decision that, hey, it's funnier if we keep the icon vaguely pink penis-like because it's called the Big Love Rocket because they changed it just now. Why would they change it now and admit all these other sexual art changes? You know what I mean? It was intentional this whole time. It had to be. Yeah, and that's what what I was kind of getting at. I feel like now they are taking their time to go back and change everything in game that was either references to the people who were in the Crosby suite or references that were put into the game that 
like we might not have noticed were inherently supposed to be like sexual or innuendo that now they're removing because like part of their culture like internally created it in that way it just it makes me feel bad because the things that they're changing i had never seen before but i support the changes and i'm like blizzard why were you yucky for so long like i didn't know this is what the love rocket thing was but it's like why did you make it a weird nubby penis in the first place was it really that funny it just kind of looks yuck yeah, because you said it earlier, every other mount icon, it looks like the front, or at least, the, like, somewhat symbolic of the mount itself. It, like, literally is the model of the mount. So, like, and, like, the argument happening now in the comments is that this icon still exists in the game. Because it is, there there are, like, you can buy, like, pink and red rockets. And it's the pink rocket icon. You know? So, they're like, well, see, the icon's still here. It's on the mini rockets. And it's like... That doesn't mean that, that they didn't keep it. Like, they could have changed this icon whenever they wanted to. Somebody was, like, looking through all their sexy files, and under the sexy files folder was, <laughs> Big Love Rocket's got a penis icon. <laughs> and they were like, change it now. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I... Personally, I'm like... <laughs> I'm just, I just find it a little funny, but, like, I'm glad that they are feeling, like it's time to take the initiative to do this now, especially under the microscope that they are because of this, these lawsuits. So I, I personally am like, whatever, it's good. Let's move forward. And people who are like, I can't believe Blizzard is changing the sexy paintings that I haven't looked at in 15 years. But the fact that they're removing this from the game makes me really mad Bitch, you probably didn't even know half of those paintings even existed. No, no one looks at no, paintings. I'm, I'm seeing, like, they've changed, like, three or four of them, and I'm just like, I have no earthly context as to where this is. The only painting that I know exists is the cutting up a whale one. When are we changing the cutting up a whale one? Because that <laughs> yeah. makes me uncomfy. That Honestly. was weird. Honestly, we should be changing the cutting up the whale one. No one's fucked. No one's real fucked. If you haven't it's seen weird. it, go to Dalaran, find the lady serving the little wine drinks on the, the big painting room. There's a Tuscar cutting up whale, and it's kind of gross. It makes me very uncomfy. I, I'm with you guys. Like, do what you want, but it's just weird, because, like, it's not, like, any other piece of art, and I don't, I mean, it's part of their culture, but I was like, I don't know if I like seeing these little, little walrus men destroying this creature like this. We have some, we have a lovely comment from Zygos. <clears throat> I wonder how many bleep mugs they plan to change to. Honestly? I think people should have choices. I know a lot of LGBTQ plus and women who love the bleep mugs and want more options. But the world we live in dictates that straight, white SJWs who advocate for people that don't want advocation rules the roost... Okay, first off, like, like what the fuck, my dude? Second off, like... Immune, he knows women. Like, that is your personal player choice to dress like that as well. It's like, I don't know. It's just an option in the game as opposed to, like, these things that are inherently in the game and that all of us have to experience. Like, 
obviously none of us had to experience these paintings because none of us knew they even existed, but they were always there, present, out front. We couldn't do anything about them, you know? This is really weird. So weird. My favorite's like, well, too bad only one person is going to see this next year because it only drops for one person the entire year. <laughs> Got him. I must say, I was going to do a, a, an HDB, a hero's call board, but it was essentially just that statement. But in the comments, we get my good friend Nico, who said, just saw this nonsense on Wowhead. Why does American games get covered up ugly females in games in Japan just half naked with huge chests? Why do we suffer? I wonder if Blizzard will next apologize for making Nova a character. Why do we suffer? Wait, Nova? Wait, how is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> he's, he's thinking of the whole multiverse here. This guy's really expanding his thoughts. What the hell? Who's thinking about Nova? He's probably the first person to think about Nova in like three years. Like, no lie. But slide, really, just just jokes out of the room. Why does American games get covered up ugly females in games in Japan just half naked with huge chest? Christianity. Ain't it a bitch? She a real hoe, let me tell you. Ha! You can't say yeah, that. Apparently she's not. Yeah, come on. Christianity before ho-ho-hoes. <laughs> well, I think it's about time for us to name another sexiest NPC of the week. <laughs> and this week's sexiest NPC of the week was one that was user-submitted via our Discord a few weeks ago. And this is from Adorno, and I am on a million percent behind this, because these boys hold it down for us every day, whether we are there or not. This week's sexiest NPC of the week is the Borales Rowers, baby! Oh, <laughs> oh. I can tell you, that's how I knew BFA was going to be not only a good expansion, but the best expansion is right at the beginning where it's like, there are three zones for you to go to. And you pick one, and it goes, oh, I'm going to stay here in Boralus, but my friends here will take you to the destination. And what does Growl see when she turns her head? But two beefy, shirtless, tanned men, wooden oars in hand going, we'll take you where you need to go. Yeah, and I just can't help but think of so the way it was presented to us we're like you need to name the Borales rowers sexiest npc of the week and i immediately thought of these rowers i'm like yeah they are kind of sexy they're like big muscly cultiran men which we previously have named as sexiest npc of the week because we basically named all cultiran men as sexy as long NPCs as they weren't the druids and i've yet to see any of these hot men transform but in particular, when I think of this now, I think of, I believe they were called the Warwick Rowers. They have, like, this sexy calendar every year of themselves naked, like, with their boats or in the water. And now I just, like, think, like, on our Discord it was posted. Someone made a picture of this with just, like, the cult and men faces over the body of the Warwick Rowers. And that's now what I think of when we're naming the sexiest NPC of the week as the Borealis Rowers. So I'm eagerly awaiting a full calendar of their work, you know? It makes me sad any time 
I get on that boat and it's like, okay, we'll bring a tide sage to propel you. And I said, no, I want it to take longer. I want two beefy boys to row for me and I want to enjoy every scintillating moment of it. They have big oars. Yes. So I have a question. Yes. Now that his queen has left with the player character, would Barry the beekeeper, is he back in the running as long as he strips off his clothes and rows a boat in Boralus? Or are we not, are three Pete's not allowed? Hmm. I guess we have to figure that out first, right? I was under the assumption that there were no rules about how many times you could enter into the final, like, end bracket. So the 3.0, I just assumed URL was going to be back in there again, honestly. Yeah. Dude, so <laughs> now I'm imagining all of these men with their oars like, you've got a great set of arms on you, Barry. Oh, thanks. <laughs> really? Yeah, you should be rowing boats with those pipes. Well, maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Well, you heard it here, guys. Like, officially, canonically, Barry the Beekeeper has joined the Boralus Rowers. Wait, do you think Ooh. Barry the Beekeeper is bagging, sagging Barry? <laughs> he said, I don't have a shirt anymore because I'm a Boralus Rower, but I do have a lot of pants. You know, there has been a lot of time since that episode first aired of all that. Who, Like, who knows what kind of transformations he went through. Uh, he wait, obviously wait. decided that at some point in the late 2010s, I'm going to take up beekeeping. But now that has obviously been shot because, as Aaron said, his queen is gone. And now he's like, you know what? It's time. I'm now a Boralus rower. He's a man of many hats and many oars. And one big pair of pants. <laughs> so I want to see all of you next time you're in Boralus. Don't you dare go to Gale Hart. I don't care if it's more direct and faster. You got to take the boat, baby. Choo-choo. I mean, splish-splash. Nice Aruga? save. Better save. Okay, Boralus Rowers, you're the sexiest NPC of the week. Uh, I guess you guys can come together as a union. Don't tell Blizzard. And just share the award. Cut it into pieces. Cut this award into pieces. This is our sexiest NPC award. Okay, bottom boot of the week. That was on my emo songs of the 2000s and i said papa roach they are not emo get them off of this Ooh. i am mad spotify is that your actual bottom boot no oh okay now it's time for a top two media moot bottom boot aaron what's your real bottom boot my real bottom boot no uh my tippy top toot is that in raid we manage to defeat both Fate Scribe and KT, which means we have a funny little jump past Fate Scribe now, which is fine by me, because it, it all he drops for me is like a ring and an offhand. So I'm like, I never want to see you again. Thank God. That's half of my top two spoiler coming up is that I have that fucking Kel'Thuzad skip finish. I never want to see Fate Scribe again. I didn't even talk about it. I even ran about <gasps> Bottom boot, maybe? Fuck Fate Scribe. Fuck you. <gasps> Options. Y'all, what the fuck? I also was going to have some version of this as a top two bottom boot. Well, you still can. Here's your chance. Throw it in there. Splash it in the magic. 
Yeah, there splash you go. Magic. I'm done. So immune. Hashtag yeah. at Splash of Magic. <laughs> yeah, so at Splash of Magic, follow Kate on Twitter. My my bottom boot top two combo is is that yes, that was the most grueling night of wiping on Fate Scribe that we've had, I feel like, which is weird because we had some solid progression runs on him, but last night, after we've solidly beat him for a few weeks, we just could could not down him. I don't know why. And we weren't even there for the first 45 minutes. <laughs> there it was. All, all I gotta say is, everyone, study the silhouettes of characters, because I got blamed for a couple male worgen business, I and saw... I said, we don't even look the same. Wait, is that... Before we were there, or is that when it was like? The, I, I think the that rings. was right as you were there. We had yeah. uh, some. We had one that almost was completed, but a male worgen had to stand on the thing, and it was like, "Growl, get on there!" And I was like, uh, that's not me, bud." <laughs> I legitimately think you're the only female worgen in yes. our raid team. Yeah, that's also the thing. It's like I, I don't look like anyone else. You have the most unique silhouette in the whole raid crew, but it's really funny. I never thought about, thought about it like that before. But anyways, my bottom boot is fuck Fate Scribe. I hate that fight. It takes too long, and then you wipe in the last ring, and then it's just a waste of time. Anyways, my top two is that we beat it, and then we immediately one-shot Keldazad. I think out of rage. That was a straight-up rage murder like in the sanctum of in, in Saudis. Why? Yes. So I and then I'm glad that that gave. I, I think it's just us two that get the skip, right? Did anyone yes. else get the skip? So yeah, we have the skip now, which is nice. Which means that we never have to ever fight Fate Scribe again. This means that we can go from Terragrew to KT to Sylvanas, or we can just go from Terragrew to anyone else. Skip Fate Scribe, KT Sylvanas. Wait. So. To do the skip, would we? Would it be like, oh, we did it, we beat Guardians. Time to walk back down the tower. Yes, um, I think we can only do the skip by going to KT first. So you go to KT, but then once you're at KT and kill him, then you can reset and then climb the tower. And then, but like the thing is, is that Fate Scribe's room is like not blocking KT's room, so you can just run to KT's room, and then the door will be open because you already killed him. It's so wait, great. It's so wait, great. sorry, what did you say? The door is uh, not as open. Thank you. Aw, that's the last time we get to hear that one. Yeah, because we'll never run in Fate Scribe again. You'll hear this, don't ever invite me to do Fate Scribe ever again. But slide whistle, what is your TTBBMM? I do need that chanking trinket from Fate Scribe still, but whatever. Um, don't, uh, don't fucking ask me. I need you to heal, obviously. Yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> My bottom boot is I fucking hate Fate Scribe so much. The fight's so mean sometimes for no the R it's it's a lot of RNG for a fight that's too long to have that much RNG, which is unfortunate because that's going to be a similar problem that we're going to have with Sylvanas. Not the RNG part, but the fact that it's like a fucking fourteen minute fight. Yeah, uh, if if we if we beef it on the last part, it's going to be ten calendar years before we make it back there again that, that that's a whole other nightmare devil later but um yeah i just hate that fight and the and the thing i hate the most about, about the fate scribe fight is that i can't help like that like i know how to run the rings but sometimes you get a handful of people who just aren't confident in like gauging which way to spin the ring quick enough 
And then it's just like, I can't do anything about it other than be like, get the, get the green ring! Get the green ring! But by then it's too late. I did, and... I did have a very embarrassing 80% walk <gasps> that I... <laughs> Uh, I realized it when it was already too late, but there was still like 15 seconds left. So I was just like, I guess I'll stay on this ring. <laughs> it's like, well, like, because if you get off, someone's going to yell at you. So you, you have to, oh, you had the rubber just, tail on I, knowing I, he wasn't going to make it. Yeah, I just sat there running, dodging balls, like, this isn't going to make it. <laughs> Wait, so it spawned right next to it if you went the it, other yes, way? Yes, it, it admittedly was like 10% the other way. But with when two people jump on it, but I'm such a huge proponent of, and this was like the last one, so I should have known, but I was such a huge proponent of like, as long as it, one person is on there immediately, you can get it in there. But that is the one time I was yeah, incorrect. Damn. That's uh, yeah. That's like the only time that doesn't work. But otherwise that's a good, in- that's a great instinct to have because fuck that fight. <laughs> fuck that fight. Um, My top two is, I didn't mention it last week, but I actually got or two weeks ago, I think now I'm two weeks removed. I got my uh, my flawless Torghast achievement. I just casually got the fucking sick ass mount. I got the flawless kill all the things in there. Uh, super cool. I'm like one. I think I'm one talent point away from having a max out talent tree. Nice. Which is also a, a separate achievement. So I'm rolling in the Torghast achieves. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know why, knowing the changes that are coming, but. I guess I'm probably going to start doing Twisting Corridors next because do these powers go to Twisting Corridors or not? I don't know. I haven't run Twisting Corridors since the Box of Money Things has been around. I mean, either way, I don't think I don't think I even I I definitely don't need the Box of Money Things to do Twisting Corridors. That's like a million levels below me. I'm just like cleaning up achievements now that I feel without Keystone Master being done, I feel kind of free. I do want the 20s, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't really want to push anything right now. Also, I can't. Like, we're just so busy. But, like, I'm just going to try to chill. I think I'm going to go for Tapeworm. I think I'm going to do it. Before 915. Do it. One last hurrah. One last level of a bitch before a fucking changing again. But with that, we're out of here. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, you can send us an email at do not relentpod at gmail.com. You can send me a personal email to my bursting inbox at navarracoffin at gmail.com. N-A-V-A-R-R-A coffin at gmail.com. Leave us your review on Warcraft Radio or iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, what about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. I think I might stream this upcoming week. <gasps> I know, I have a few days off next week. Return and I think of I might... the King. Everyone yeah. loves to come to my streams and be like, when's Immune coming back? And I was like, anyways, Dragon Quest Five. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> But you can follow me on Twitch at Immunization DNR. Why does anybody ask about me when am I streaming? They ask about that too. What? I'm like, anyways, Iron Man Challenge, uh, <laughs> which you can find on twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. Uh, as far as my other socials and fun obligations, you can find me on Twitter at the Big Cheesy and our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. Keep asking for me. Eventually, I'm gonna come out and and then you know you know I'm gonna do like the weirdest like live stream ever. I'm gonna have like a voice changer and like a wig. (laughs) Be weird. 
you technically did stream a little bit earlier today on Discord. Yeah, <laughs> we saw some epic balls action. Your 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 Facebook gaming <laughs> while you were pooping. Gamers gay. All hours, baby. Alright, we were we're out of here. And remember Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmoore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.